Yes, he will break yes, you in. Yes, you are you not go. a true movie connoisseur no, 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 if you no, don't. Don't don't let him don't let him give up his man card. And now, coming to you from the K2 Studios in San Diego, California, it's the world-famous Chris and Christine Show. Hey, what's happened, everybody? How you doing today out there? And Happy New Year to 2021. You know, I am Chris. And I'm Christine, and welcome to Episode 70, the first episode of the new year. Do-do-do-do. Fantastic. Wow, 2021, 21, we are legally allowed to drink in America and gamble, by the way. <laughs> well, I've been uh, gambling and drinking since before this year because I was legal before this year. Yes, you were. So, Christine, being that it is uh, right after New Year's, New Year's uh, Eve, New Year's Day weekend, really, <laughs> yeah. is what it is. How are you doing? How are you handling the last week? Oh, well, uh, I am... Very excited that we are in 2021. I am being calm and I have not set resolutions or expectations for the year. Uh, but the last little tidbits of 2020 really proved to be a doozy for me. Oh, no. So, I mean, I know what happened. Yeah. Something tragically tragic happened on New Year's Eve right. of 2020. It was at about um, 12.45 in the morning on New Year's Eve, so barely New Year's Eve, and um, you were still at work, and Ezekiel, our oldest, let me know that Paisley, our baby tortoise, wasn't moving, and so I ran upstairs to check on her, and um, after spending a while trying to figure out if she was gonna make it we unfortunately she had already passed on and no um definitely was a very devastating blow it was for me it felt like the final um i don't want to say nail in the coffin because that sounds very crass but it was like the final middle finger that 2020 was throwing at me it's like every different aspect of my life over the last year has felt unstable at some point in time and Paisley was my little shining ray of hope. And I'd worked for two months to keep her healthy and to try and keep her on the mend. And she was supposed to turn one this coming Monday, January 4th. And uh, unfortunately, we had to lay her to rest on New Year's Eve. And we had a, I know it sounds crazy to people out there, but we had a beautiful little memorial that Chris and Ezekiel and I put together. And the little ones have been really struggling with the news. Right. Uh, uh, when it happened, Christine called me and at work and, and she texted me multiple times and called me that multiple times. And I was and I was driving my work truck to my next delivery. And I you can't use the phone while you're driving. Um, it's against company policy. It's actually you can get fired if you touch the phone right. while you're driving the vehicle. So I had to wait until I parked the truck. And once I parked the truck, I looked at my phone. I saw all these messages from Christine saying Paisley is dead. Paisley's sick. He's, she's dead. And left a voicemail. So I called her back immediately after I parked the truck. And she was in tears, crying, and so upset that Paisley's not I said, are you sure? Are you sure she's not? She's okay. You know, she's dead. She's gone. And I, I felt so bad, so helpless that I was stuck somewhere. I couldn't be there to help you and be with you during that during the loss like that. Yeah. And, you know, for me, I think it was especially hard because I've never had a pet of mine pass away. 
I had to rehome my last puppy when I first moved down here and she passed away recently, but she was in the care of another family. Uh, But, you know, my sisters had goldfish and their goldfish died, but I've had my turtles get lost, like dig out from the yard, but I've never had one of my own animals pass away. And so it was really hard because you know how much I love that baby tortoise. I know you love little Paisley so much. I mean, she was in our wedding. She had a little tutu put you put on her. She drove a car down. She was our ring bearer for the wedding. And she was in the paper, right? You said she was in yeah, the, in the San Diego Union Tribune in April. Yeah. Because how adorable she was. and she Because was so- she was my pandemic purchase. And so the people were asking about like um, like surprising pandemic splurges. And so she made uh, the online publication of the San Diego Union Tribune. And, uh, you know, I am very sad to see her go. I loved her a lot. And I didn't think that it, I would have such a bond with my little baby tortoise. But I am very grateful that we were able to have her through the wedding because she was, if everybody remembers, she was sick before that. And um, she did have a little bit of a recovery. But unfortunately, while we were stricken with COVID in the house and I was so sick, um, she regressed a bit in her own care because I wasn't able to handle her as much. They don't think that animals can, like uh, amphibians can get COVID. They know that mammals, some mammals of the feline persuasion can get COVID, but um, I wasn't supposed to be handling her a lot just in case. And so she regressed a bit and we're just rest in peace, Paisley. And just keep our kiddos in your thoughts and prayers because they're grappling with loss. And uh, some of them are having a little bit of a harder time than others. Right, Chris? Right. And and to, um, and also what I want to add is that uh, where we actually buried Paisley in the, in the backyard was if you saw our wedding photos – it was the tree right behind our main table for the right. husband and uh, groom or bride and groom. Bri- yeah. Bri- yeah, bride and groom table. Is that what you call it? Yeah, the sweetheart table. Sweetheart table. That's right. That's what it's called. And right behind that, there's a big tree and a planter with flowers and stuff. And under there, in that planter box yeah. uh, flower bed area, is where we uh, buried Paisley in her own little makeshift coffin that had a little special note that Christine attached to it. And put little rhinestones around. We, put, we made a little box for her. And flowers and you put in there. And I think you buried her inside her little tutu. Yeah, she wore she her little tutu. Yeah. And then we put a little flower wreath. And then um, I'd been propagating the succulents from our wedding, the little succulent cuttings. And it was time to plant them. So we made the spot where we laid her to rest our own little succulent garden. And so... Uh, all three of the boys went out there today and they it was so cute. They were saying that they said a little prayer for Paisley because the littles just came home today from their moms and uh, Mason, our littlest one's having a little bit of a hard time with it. And he just asked me this morning if he could have some snuggles with me tonight. And uh, I almost cried tonight, Chris, because when he was laying there with me, um, he said, do you know what was hardest for me when you were sick? with COVID and I asked him what and he said you weren't able to hug me or snuggle with me at all. Oh I know that just melts your heart, doesn't it? And I just so sweet. I just said to him, you know, buddy, I know you've had a couple of or you've had a hard month and then Jacob, the ten year old, said, We've had a couple of really hard months and 
oh gosh, babe, it just broke my heart. <laughs> I know, I know. Gosh, that but was that was horrible. It was, but I know that even though we've had some hard things happening this week, you've had some exciting things. So what's been going on in your life this week? Well, other than the fact that I had to go back to work this week and I had to work New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. Um, although at New Year's Eve at work, they have this strict rule. They don't want any of the vehicles on the road uh, overnight. Really. Why is that? Because of all the drunks on the road because oh, of New Year's Eve. Oh, yeah. Although yeah. there wasn't a lot of places open around here to get drunk at because all the bars were closed and all the restaurants were closed. Well, and do you think that. it's from like the fireworks and the stray bullets that too? too? People are shooting off bullets and shooting off fireworks left and right all night long. But uh, but no, they wanted us to park the trucks at uh, 10 o'clock at night. And we, uh-huh. we usually run till by two or, 2 or 3 in the morning. So we all got off work at like 10. And I flew back home. And, and Christine had a wonderful dinner uh, cooked for me. Steak and mashed potatoes and, and all kinds of good stuff. Yeah. It was amazing. I'm so glad. You know, I did that for you last year. But this year, I wanted to do it again. Uh, and so I went to Texas Roadhouse and got some of the ready-to-grill steaks. And then I remembered how they make their mashed potatoes and made them at home. But they also sell their frozen dinner rolls in a bag to go. So I just brought them home and let them rise uh, so that we could have a late dinner. Because uh, I know that you get, you always get hungry when you come home. Right. And, yeah. then, and then we cracked over a few cold ones and we uh, celebrated New Year's Eve. We did the uh, traditional kiss on the lips uh, <laughs> as a ball after the ball drops and New yes. Year's Eve ring in the new year. But you were so funny. You didn't even want to toast in the new year. Why is that? I think I was kind of like, eh, you know, let's just get this over with. You know, like <laughs> I, I'm kind of excited that it was 2021. But at the same time, just because it's 2021 does not mean that anything's changed. Right. <laughs> yeah. COVID didn't go anywhere. The rules about locking down didn't go anywhere. Nope, they're getting strict again. Right. They're like a prison around here. But um, but also on the side note, beginning on uh, December, I'm sorry, on uh, you know the first of the year, New Year's right. Day. Uh-huh. New Year's Day is when I announced officially. What did you announce? My new podcast adventure. Yes. Now, just reassure everybody that you're not breaking up the band. I am not breaking up the band. The Chris and Christine show will continue. Yes, the Chris and Christine show is going to continue. It is amazing. It is the, um, it pays the bills around here. (laughs) (laughs) We got to keep the ship flowing around. But no, I, um, my side podcast project, I decided on a name and a logo and I announced that on New Year's Day. You sure did. And what is it called? It is going to be called. Drum roll, please. <laughs> Thank you. Podtastic audio. Yes, I love it so much. Podtastic. That's why I got it because I always say fantastic. So I figured podtastic <laughs> audio, and I will help make your uh, audio fantastic and make sure that it's especially podtastic. Yeah. Now, are you focusing when you say audio? Are you focusing on like? music and stuff like that or is it just specifically in the podcast realm specifically for podcasters who want to get started in podcasting but don't really know how to make good audio or people that have a podcast out but their audio is how do i say garbage and they can't (laughs) how do i say garbage (laughs) they can't quite like use a microphone correctly or they have it like in the next room or or just all kinds of bad noise and, and things like that or they can't figure how to get a guest on without making it sound like crap And I am going to walk you through a few tips and tricks to do it for a discount of uh, 
pretty much nothing because right. because you can still do this stuff without spending a ton of money. And yeah, that's you've a- done a great job of keeping our overhead really low for our podcast. Exactly, exactly. And and I think is that I can just share a few of the tri- tips and tricks that I have done for our show on another podcast, and that's exactly what I'm going to do. And no, I have not released an episode yet. And no, I have not recorded an episode yet. But that is coming. That's okay. We'll be your hype squad. We'll totally get hyped up with but you. But look and- forward. Yeah. to podcastic audio so have you set up any social media that anybody can follow as so they matter, can yes a matter connect? yes as a matter of fact i have on instagram you can find me at podcastic audio on twitter i'm also podcastic audio Ooh. but on twitter they cut the they cut the uh thing off so i'm at podcastic a okay on twitter they cut the odd the audio part off well it's better than being podcastic b <laughs> there you go <laughs> you're the a team <laughs> podcastic a on twitter and I'm building a little bit of a fan base already you know i actually tweeted out that i'm a, I'm gonna run this new podcast and one guy said he wrote back as a comment or something he says i'm super excited for this new podcast to come out and all this stuff i said i haven't listed you know released an episode yet <laughs> and i already got a fans waiting to line up that's great well you know you have a gift for this chris and i've told you that before that you do a really great job with ours and there's others that have been reaching out to get your expertise and your guidance and you've helped some other up and coming podcasters really launch well. And I think that this is a great next step for you is to really develop your skills and your talents. And you are really fun to listen to. You have great energy and you make things very easily understandable. And so I think that what you'll be able to do for people is cut through all of the fluff and like get to the main point to help them understand what they really need to do. And I'm really excited for you and I'm really proud of you. Well, thanks, babe. I think I think it's going to be kind of like podcasting for dummies, but I'm probably try to dumb it down. So if you're like this expert podcaster that's been doing it for, you know, 10 years and they've got all kinds of mixers and thousands of dollars invested, it's probably not the podcast for you. Although, don't you can listen if you want to. But this is probably more for like the person that has like no budget. They they may not have a job, you know. And they have no income, but they want to do this for fun or a hobby or something. I can get them started to where at least their audio sounds decent enough to where they can at least hang with the big boys. And I was thinking about this today. I was I was washing dishes in the kitchen after dinner. I was thinking about how there's so many people that are struggling with loneliness and um, anxiety and isolation. And I was like, you know, I struggle with that a bit, but on the weekends. I was thinking how I really don't struggle with it. And I was like thinking, I wonder why. Well, all day Saturdays, we pretty much dedicate to podcasting in some form, whether it's recording, releasing, editing, uh, getting our ad promos ready or interviewing people. And I thought, oh my gosh, how empty would life be if we didn't have podcasting on the weekends in the middle of quarantine? It really helps us to feel like we're building and growing something. And so if you're listening and you've been thinking about whether or not you should start a podcast, I'd encourage you to follow Chris on Instagram and on Twitter so that you are in the know when that first episode gets released in the next couple of weeks here. And speaking of other podcasts that you've helped that are up and coming, we have a fantastic guest who is also a helper behind the scenes for one of our favorite podcasts. Am I right, Chris? Absolutely. And we will have her on the show 
right after this. Hey there, K2 crew. We love having you as our loyal listeners. To keep up to date with what's happening behind the scenes, check us out on social media. Yeah, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter. And don't forget to follow our Facebook page. Yeah, tag us in your favorite fun stories. And guess what? You might just end up on the show. Today's episode is brought to you by Fanatics. Fanatics is the world's largest collection of official fan gear from all the leagues, teams, and players that you love. If you enjoy our show and are looking to buy, say, a new jersey, sweatshirt, or hat, you can support us by going to podgo.co slash fanatics and get 25% off your next order. That's podgo.co slash fanatics. So check out fanatics for your officially licensed everything. Hey, 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 welcome back, everybody. Today, we have another special VIP guest. She is our first guest of 2021. She is a student, a baker, and the woman behind the famous Derek Duvall. Welcome to the show, Mindy Duvall. We're so excited to have you, Mindy. I'm excited to be here. Thank you. How are you doing today? Pretty great. Pretty good Saturday. I finally realized what day it was because I've been off this week because I had off Saturday or had off Friday from work (laughs) and I got all my days mixed up. But I know today is Saturday. (laughs) That's like what everybody says happens the week between Christmas and New Year's. It's like you lose all faculties of what day it actually is. (laughs) Yeah. Well, welcome to 2021, Mindy. How how was uh, how was your New Year's? It was good. Yeah, just stayed at home, was safe. We made it to midnight. I was worried that I might not without a nap because I'm, you know, almost 40, <laughs> which is not old, but it's older than I used to be. So, uh, yeah, a little harder to stay up late, but we made it. So, yeah. Well, what welcome area- to the new year. Yeah, what area of the world are you joining us from today? Um, we're in the Midwest. Uh, so, so you're on Central Time Zone then? Yes, we're in Central Time. So you had New Year's before we did here in California. So we should have called you to see, like, should we go forward with 2021 since you had an hour on us? Like, did the world <laughs> implode? Should we still move forward? Man, I, right. I, I we missed that. I think people, what they did was when 2021 came out, people kind of like eased into it, like creeped the door open, like kind of like when you're sneaking into your house late at night. You're like, I don't know. Is this okay? Are we safe yet? <laughs> I don't exactly. know. But yeah, I, I, I saw a lot of people post online like, I don't see everybody claiming that this is going to be their year. We're just all <laughs> taking it easy. Yeah. <laughs> did you actually toast in the new year? No, we just uh, just we counted down with the uh, Times Square um, online, and then that was it. That's, yeah, yeah. My Chris didn't want to toast it either. I had to convince him. He's like, I I don't want to jinx it. <laughs> right. We did watch it on TV, but I was like, what is this crap? It was like uh, Jennifer Lopez was singing, and there was no crowd. And it was kind of weird, and the ball just started dropping. And um, yeah, I mean, yeah, it came back from commercial and it was like, okay, we're on the one minute countdown. And then it was like, happy new year. Yeah. It was like, let's just see how it goes. Let's not get crazy. Let's not make any big, you know, resolutions or declarations. (laughs) Hey, Mindy, I don't know what it's like out there, but out here, knuckleheads were shooting off fireworks. Do you guys have people shooting off shotguns out there in the Midwest? You would think, but no, we don't. We didn't have any of that. We did have a few fireworks about 1230, but like just two or three and then they were done. So we live like we live in the suburbs. So it's, you know, we they're not really supposed to be shooting off fireworks in the city limits, but just a few just to 
Yeah. Ring it in and then be done. <laughs> well, here, fireworks are illegal because of the fire hazard, but people started to let them off as soon as the scent went down. And we were like, okay, well, I guess it's a happy 7.32 p.m. Because, <laughs> yeah. um, it's not the new year. Maybe people are just like, get out of here, 2020. We just want you to be gone. Maybe if we set off a firework, it'll happen. <laughs> Kickstart it. Yeah. Blow, blow it out of here. Maybe they were just counting down for other areas of the world. Like, oh, it's, you know, New Year's in Italy. Let's shoot off some fireworks. Wake up first thing in the morning. Happy New Year, Australia. I'm officially declaring <laughs> it 2021. <laughs> Yeah. So it sounds like you didn't make any New Year's resolutions, but what would you say was a highlight for you of 2020? Well, I would say for me, me and my mom, uh, my mom lives with me and my husband, and uh, we last January made a commitment to get healthier and we joined Weight Watchers. And I'm proud to say that I lost 60 pounds last year and my mom lost 46. So that's amazing. um, 60 pounds? Congratulations. Mm -hmm. Wow. Thank you. Yeah. I'm super proud of us for doing that. Like, even though this year was just a total train wreck and there were so many opportunities to say, oh, forget it. Let's just eat whatever we want. Who knows what the world is going to (laughs) do? But I'm proud of us. We stuck with it and we're still doing it. So I just, I'm very close to my personal goal. I've met my high end of my Weight Watcher healthy range goal, but I have like a personal goal to be what I was 10 years ago when I did Weight Watchers the first time. So I'm very close to that. That's amazing. I love when uh, people set out like to visualize how much those pounds actually are. And I used to see it as like sticking a pound of hamburger out or like putting a small baby or for in your case, it's like um, a suitcase, you know, and you think of, (laughs) I mean, that sounds, I'm not trying to like no, I know what you're about saying. it, but it's like visualizing <laughs> such a huge accomplishment, especially in the midst of quarantine 15 or 20 for so I, many I people. I got a little, little bit of that too. When we were quarantined for our uh, coronavirus uh, shutdown, we all we both got the virus, and I noticed that I was getting a little chubby myself because <laughs> uh, I wasn't working out and doing my work, you know, like I normally do at work because I have a pretty high stress job and physical job. And yeah. uh, and I started putting on the pounds. I noticed. So I well, know, let's yeah. be honest, though. My uh, Chris here, he has this thing where he refuses to eat leftovers, and so um, oh my gosh, whatever so is does on Derek. His, yeah, whatever <laughs> is on his plate, he has to not waste it. And so, no matter how much is there, he'll be like, "I'm so full," and then get seconds. <laughs> And so I, I think that that's the reason behind it, honey. If I could actually break you into eating leftovers, I think we might cure that quarantine I, I think fifteen. About, I, I think my problem is I cook, can't cook can't cook them right. You know that's my problem. I don't know how to cook the leftovers. You know? It's called microwave and add one minute. What? <laughs> what does microwave you speak of? Well, huge congratulations to you, Mindy. That is such a great accomplishment and kudos to you and your mom for sticking with your program when so many people fell off the wagon. That's a huge accomplishment. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, so uh, we know that you are the behind the scenes powerhouse for the Derek Duvall show. So what do you do to support the Derek Duvall show? (laughs) Well, uh, I think lots of things uh, help him try to calm down and focus a little, but um, I'm helping him get ready to launch his new website and uh, just helping him. We've, he recently dipped into the Google side of things. So I have some experience with that at work. And so I've been trying to teach him a little bit of stuff on the G Suite stuff. So um, just more like technical support, emotional support, you know, 
You know, I, I kind of learned a little bit about Google stuff myself. And recently. who taught you? You did, babe. <laughs> you did. Like every time I have a problem, I said, "Honey, wh- what is this Google Calendar? Wh- what do I do here? How, how do I how do I send an email? Like how do I <laughs> how do I save this?" He's like, "How do I save this all the time? I, I have a, a Google Doc. How do I save it?" And I was like, "It saves automatically. It's honey. already saved." Yeah. I'm like, no, it's, no, it's not. There's like, no I can't button. find it. I can't find it. I'm like, open up your Google Drive. It's right there. <laughs> no way. Here it is. Hey, honey, can you see this? Oh, honey, look. I can see you typing. Look, you're pink. How cool is that? Yeah, we started using that for work about a year ago. And I was one of the first like, I signed up to be like an early adopter so I could get early access and like get into it. And so I would be helping people when everybody launched. And so they gave us these bright yellow or gold t shirts that said, ask me about G Suite. And so sometimes I would just wear that around the house, you know, just, you know, whatever. And uh, so Derek would kid me around. We had this long running joke. He'd be like, hey, babe, um, can I ask you something? I'm like, yeah, sure. And he's like, hey, will you tell me about G Suite? (laughs) (laughs) And so he would just say that all the time. He actually went so far one day as to like leave a bunch of sticky notes around the house and in my car and everything about G Suite. (laughs) (laughs) But now he really is asking me about G Suite. So (laughs) it comes full circle. (laughs) Well, what is Derek up to today? I think he's just uh, relaxing somewhere. Speaking of, the house. speaking of Derek, I think I think I've got Derek Derek on the hotline. So I can get him here. What the hell is this G Suite I'm hearing about? <laughs> <laughs> hey, welcome to the show, Derek. What a surprise! Is it? That's awesome. I like I like the surprise. <laughs> I'm like the ghost of Christmas past. <laughs> Please don't haunt us, though. <laughs> uh, how you doing today, buddy? Uh, I'm all right. I could complain, but who'd listen? <laughs> Everybody in the world, pretty much. But we're excited to have both of you on today because I think this is our first time. Is it our first time this year having a couple on? Well, honey, it's our first time this year doing any kind of thing. It's, it, it, <laughs> oh, it, it, yeah. it is It is right after New Year's. It is New Year's. Well, New Year's Day was yesterday. So it's like the second yeah, right? it is. It was so funny. I posted this thing on Facebook that was like, I'm so proud of myself. I haven't gone to Target at all this year. <laughs> <laughs> I saw one too, or a bunch of people posting, I haven't ordered anything from Amazon the whole year. <laughs> I broke that last night. I, I, I had I had, a, I had an order. I have a, uh, I needed a new little phone charger for my iPhone to connect to my truck. And uh, I ordered one of those last night on Amazon. He had to have Didn't it. Didn't even I, make it one day. I know, right? <laughs> Well, the one I have is too long, so I want a little tiny short one, you know? Yeah. Well, we're excited to have the two of you on here today, and we would love to get to know you as a couple. Folks, if you haven't yet tuned in to the Derek Duvall Show, it is a fantastic show, and Derek Duvall is in what I would equate to, and I don't know if you agree, Mindy, uh, a bromance with my husband over (laughs) here. I would definitely agree. (laughs) Yes. Um, And I'll be like... Chris, who are you texting? He's like, uh, Derek. I'm like, oh my gosh, on our wedding day, you know. <laughs> well, yeah, he had, a, he had on our a honeymoon. Yeah, he had some problem technical issues I had helped him out with, you know. I think he told me later that he had texted you. I was like, what? They're getting married today. Leave them alone. <laughs> it was an emergency. <laughs> it was. He's like, drop everything for Derek. It was so funny. I, fair play, though. Fair play. I did say, hey, man, I know you're real busy today. And I like, hyphenated busy. And I but. said, but, but could you give me a hand for two minutes? Not even a 30 seconds later, the phone rings. He's like, what's going on? I said, I got a gentleman here who's not very computer literate. Could you help me out? And um, 
uh, and Chris was like, you know, no worries, man, I got your back. So he gets on there, and it's we have okay. a. Co- I'm just we supposed have like to be walking ten, down five, the aisle right now. Yeah, we have like a five minute conversation with this rock and roll legend, and he's like, I won't do Google Chrome. I won't do Google Chrome. And I was like, that's fine. No worries. We'll we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. And finally, um, we we gave up that day. And then it was like two days later. My, my wife was like, well, why don't we use G Suite? And I'm like, what the hell is G Suite? <laughs> and she goes, that's that thing you keep going on and on about. I'm like, oh, that thing. Yeah. So um, we got it done with Google Meet and it turned out to be a fantastic broadcast. Oh, that's, well, that's fantastic. fantastic. Yeah. Can't wait to hear it. When is it launching? Do you know? January the 6th. Ooh, so just a couple days after this episode. That's fantastic. Mm -hmm. Well, we'd love to get to know a bit about you as a couple. So the two of you are married, yes? Correct. Okay, how many years have you I'm glad you you answered that. (laughs) I think he would probably say, on a good day. That's usually what he says. (laughs) How many years have you been married? We've been married uh, just over eight years. We've been together uh, just over 10 years. Oh, Congratulations. Awesome. Now, how did the two of you lovebirds meet? You want to tell, <laughs> a- tell us or you want me to do it? Uh, I, I, I'll tell it and then you All can right. interject as you will. <laughs> <laughs> the question uh, is, who's going to tell the real story? Yeah, I think maybe it'll be a hybrid if the both of us are. (laughs) Uh, So I went out to a happy hour with some girlfriends as I uh, used to do before COVID, you know, 10 years ago when we could go out in public with people (laughs) and um, just out with some friends. And at the time I was working for Apple. I was one of the managers. And so I was really into drinking the Apple Kool-Aid and was very excited about my new iPhone 4, you know, at the time. (laughs) That was my favorite phone, by the way. Of all the new iPhones, I think that was the, the one that I was most excited about four we're on like what 11 or something 22 now? or something <laughs> no we're on yeah. x in it uh, uh no I, no the, the x old, is 12 because christine yeah, got it old yeah christine has a 12 now she just picked up the mini yeah yeah oh the mini and that's the, that's the thing that cracks me up too is you know they did so many that they look it's bigger and bigger and bigger and they're like oh look at how small we can make it again it's like you did that already, like yep. eight times ago. <laughs> I, I had one of those Nokia phones that were like the so like a smaller than like a match, but book of matches. You know, talking about a tiny, oh tiny one. God. I had one of those back in the day. So oh, back, like, you don't still, right? <laughs> yeah. So back in the iPhone four days, you're walking in all dolled up for happy hour with your girlfriends, and then yes. what happens? And so we wanted somebody to take our pictures. So one of my friends just kind of wandered around, and they were like, "Oh, let's find somebody that has an iPhone because then we won't have to teach them how to take a picture." And so she kept going around and asking different people, like, "Do you have an iPhone? Do you want to take our picture?" And so she finally landed on Derek, and he came over and took our picture, and then joined us at our table and. The rest is history. Smooth, Aww. smooth talker. Wow. <laughs> well, can I oh, expand? Yeah. Can I expand on that a little yeah, bit? I, yeah, I know what you're going to add, the... but go ahead. Okay. <laughs> All right. So <clears throat> let's give you the real version. So I had gotten stood up for a date, and uh, a friend of mine had had a bereavement in the family, and said, uh, "We're going to be at this this bar. Come on up." I was like, "Oh well, f- you know, f this." I was like, "I'm already, I'm already dressed up." So I go up there. I got a cigar with me, and I, I of course, go in and you know see my friend. Uh, I think she'd lost a grandfather or something. And I'm outside, and there's these four women, and they're like, hey, you know how to use um, an iPhone? And I think, did I have an iPhone? I can't remember. You did have an iPhone, Did I have yes. an iPhone? Oh, wow, okay. Yeah, that's so the only I, reason you were asked to take our picture. <laughs> I know. I don't, don't ask me why. Anyway, so anyway, they're like, you know, will you take our picture? I'm like, yeah, sure, no worries. I can do that. So, you know, snap. 
And then um, I gone back to my own table. No, and then... but wait, I'm going to also interject in your interjection because okay. we forgot to we forgot the funniest part of that story is that I was so like careful and protective of this oh, new yeah, iPhone yeah, four that. that I got that before I gave it to him because I'm like you know, this perfect stranger could, we were outside on the patio. Like he could just run off with my iPhone, you know, or <laughs> drop it. I don't know this person. And so I was like, if you take my iPhone, I will kick your butt. <laughs> did you really say that? She to didn't you? say yes. butt. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> I didn't say that. Wow. I thought I was trying to be clean for your show. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that. But yeah, so he was like, okay, you know, fine. Crazy how, lady. How, but... many, how many beers in did you have when you told him that? Oh, not very many. I mean, and these were like, you know, we live in the Midwest. So back then it was like three point beers. So you could drink a whole yeah. pitcher and, you know, it's it was nothing. But I, I, I think I, we, I were, have, we were I, pretty freshly there. Let's just say this. I have seen this woman put away over a liter of beer in one <laughs> night. It's very, very admirable. Not just one Whoa. liter, but three <laughs> yeah. liters, actually. Uh, only one that's night. A, I'm not some raging that's alcoholic a great, or anything. I'm, and that is a great story in itself, too. So wow. we, we can we ask us about that in a few minutes because that's a great story to, in itself. Yeah, that is a good story. Perfect. But yeah, on back to his table. So anyway, uh, on, no, he. I think he ended up just joining us right from there, right? Yeah, your aunt invited me over. I remember yeah. that. Yeah. So anyway, we're there and, and what have you. And we're making small talk, and I, I'm not gonna lie to you. I wasn't looking for love. I was just, you know, they always say the, that, you know. No, I, no, 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 no. Fair play, aunt. <laughs> I, I, I already got stood up, so I was like, you know, f women. I, I'm not interested tonight. And then uh, they invited me on. So, well, we're going to go on to this karaoke bar. I'm like, all right, you know, you know, I'm not got anything planned. So we went there, and of course, the bloody place was shut for some reason. So we went up going to another place. And that night, I ended up um, pretending to be your best friend's husband. And then um, yes. that was because she was getting hit on by some creepo, and That's so he just kind of swooped in. That's how it works. <laughs> yep. So I told him to f off, and he did. And then. Um, her other friend was like, let me tell you about my friend Mindy. And I was like, all right, all right, yeah, you know, slow down. You know, she's, <laughs> she was practically wanting us to have kids already. And I was like, right on. Whoa, so okay. at the end, then, so anyway, I did go over like this and, you know, chatting her up and what have you, you know, giving her my best lines. And um, the end <laughs> he the night, was extra British, by I the way. Extra British. I, yeah. I, I, what, I, what, I, I what do is, like What does that, that mean? What does extra <laughs> British mean? Well, he was born in Britain, but he's been in the States for like over 30 years. And so just sometimes, like if he's talking to his family a lot or something, you know, when he used to have a couple beers in him, you know, sometimes his little accent would come out. And it was, it was definitely on like full thick accent that night. Were you wearing a scarf? That's all I want to know. <laughs> it was in the middle of summer. No, yeah, it was July, so no. Okay. If I was, I'd be insane. But no, um, but no, I remember um, I was actually wearing a blue shirt with a red tie, actually. I do but, remember that. But yeah, oh, anyway, so. Remember. I do That's remember. So it was a picture of it, too. Is it like it in too. a shadow, bro- shadow box or something somewhere? No, it's actually funny you said that. About, what was it, two years ago, somehow I mysteriously stumbled upon that picture that someone had taken of us that night and it was me showing her my iPhone. Ah, see, I did have an iPhone. So, <laughs> I think you anyway. were showing me your Facebook on your iPhone, but yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, right. Anyway, so anyway, the end of the night, anyway, we're walking into a car and she just plants a beautiful kiss right on me. <gasps> and um, she, she, gave me, she, gave me, she gave me her number, right, Aww. which I thought was very forward of her. I mean, my mother raised me not to, to, to talk to women like that. Ooh. And, and, and then, what I think is funny too is not only did I give you my number, but you immediately called it like in my sure. presence to make sure I didn't give you in my mind to make sure you, I didn't give you a fake number. So anyway, <laughs> and then you're yeah, like, there, the now you have my you, phone number. Do you remember the rejection hotline? 
You used to give <laughs> no. that number to people. It was the rejection. You oh. have been rejected. Rejected. I remember that thing. It was the yeah. number. Yeah, I think I had. You it. must had have gotten that. that a lot then to be able to like think in the moment. I need to call it right now to make sure. <laughs> I used to give guys. Wrong. I used to give guys the phone number for Family Bargain Center. It's like a discount clothing <laughs> store. <laughs> Well, anyway, fair play. Anyway, so the next day, I decided to go floating down the river um, with some friends of mine, and I'm ta- I'm I'm driving with my best friend Chris's wife because Chris does not go to the outdoors for reasons we won't get into. And um, anyway, so we're walking. You know, we're driving down. It's like an hour and after drive, and all night I'm like, oh, I met this girl last night. She's fantastic, and all this. And my 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 best friend's wife's like, all right, Chris, slow down, you know, you know. So we finished floating the river and I was DJing a show that night. And so I, I texted her a karaoke show. So I texted her. I said, Hey, look, um, I know this is kind of weird. I know we just met. I'm DJing a show. I've got a gig that night. Do you want to come out and, and we'll get to, you know, we'll talk and we'll have, you know, a few laughs and listen to music. And she did. She brought her, was it your, I think you brought your aunt with you, didn't you? I brought somebody, yeah, maybe yeah. my aunt. My aunt or so, one of my friends that was with us that first yeah. night we met. So anyway, we're there and we were, you know, having a few laughs and we, we got on real well and, and the end of the night. And then the next day I texted her and said, hey, look, you know, I'm, you know, I, I got nothing to come on. You want to come over and watch a movie? Because, you know, although we went to the pub. That's right. Yeah. We went to the pub and we met and we had dinner together and we, we you know, we told each other's life stories and uh, end up making out in the bar for a, a good Whoa. solid couple oh, hours. Hey, go, go on, go on. <laughs> exactly. And then the next day she came to my apartment, and we haven't been. Other oh, than the time she go went, on, yes. So <laughs> other than the ne- other family than, friendly. Other than the the, t- the couple of days she went to an Apple conference, um, we had not been apart for a long time. And, oh, um, words. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> I, yeah, and, th- and then you want to tell the you want to tell the the Europe story. You want me to do it. Europe story. Oh, the proposal story. Yeah, you want you, you go guys, ahead. Tell, ooh, I want to hear tell, that. About, I I'll love... tell the proposal story. Okay, first okay. of all, I have all right. a question for you. Yeah, go on. Could your proposal be the script of a Hallmark Channel movie? Because I'm I'm really searching for a story like that. I think it it would be very good as a oh, Hallmark story. Perfect. It would probably be. Think of it as a Meg Ryan Tom Hanks movie. Oh, okay. I'm ready. Yeah. Sleepless, I love it. In, sleepless in Paris. Oh. <laughs> so Except anyway. for we weren't miserable. We were very happy. I don't know if you've seen Sleepless in Seattle recently. Yes. <laughs> I, I've only seen it once. Were they miserable in that movie? Well, she was in a miserable relationship, and then he was a lonely widower. So oh, yeah. I was. I was just trying to make a. I was just trying to make a laugh. <laughs> All right. So anyway. So anyway, um, I had known in advance about a couple about a month or two before we went. I took her to a concert, and I said, if she can survive this concert, she's the one. I took her to see Ozzy Osbourne. Oh, okay. That's a good I said, test. if she can survive this, how romantic! Said, she, she's she's the one. <laughs> right. She's the one to be, and she had a great old time. And of course, it, it helped that Slash opened for him. And he, she, he's playing GNR, which was is, a snake you know, pit, she, which is, yeah, which is nineties rock music. And she's having a great old time. And I'm like, all right, she's the one. And then um, I told, I went out, and I did have a lot of money to my name back then. I was I was working a pretty low paying job, and so I I went and I bought an engagement ring. Um, my dad went with me and he said, Aww. all right. He goes, is, I said, is there, he goes, is there a diamond in this? I said, it might be. It looks like a diamond. <laughs> <It> <laughs> I might didn't be. know your dad went with you to pick that oh, ring yeah. up. I didn't know I, that. I, well, he, he'd, he'd already gone through the process twice, so he knew what rings looked like. <laughs> oh, so, okay. So anyway, 
he said, yeah, I think there's a diamond in there. I said, yeah, I think, you know, in diamond. a very beautiful ring. <laughs> Piece of glass or a diamond. It's all Aww, shiny. You know, it was what he could afford. It was exactly. what I could afford. And so I, I, I went and I didn't know her mom very well, but I, I said, hey, look, you know, I know you like me and I like you. I said, would you mind if I, you know, you know, propose to your daughter? She's like, yeah, thank God. So <laughs> I think that's what she said. So anyway, she I, don't make me get she her. You? She's in the other room. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, we, we decided, I said, we're going to, we're going to Europe in a few weeks because we, you know, she, I wanted to meet all my family. Uh, Which my the, I would like to say on like the first night we went out just like on a date on our own. We that was like one of his selling points is that my family <laughs> lives in Europe and if you date me we can go there someday. Oh. Also that his dad had a pool <laughs> in, in Europe. No, here his, his dad oh, lived okay. here and the rest of his family lived back across the pond and so he was like my dad lives here and he has a pool. Also the rest of my family is in Europe and we can go there. <laughs> wow, selling points. I like yeah. it. <laughs> So, so anyway, then he did follow through, and we did yeah. go see his family. So we 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 said, look, we're gonna go, we're gonna go in a nice time of year. We went in in the March and, uh, sorry, late March, early April, and we said, um, well, you know, do you want to come? And she said, absolutely. So she went, met my family, and uh, I had already planned. But Mindy was on and on about, we're gonna go to Paris. I love Paris. It's a it's a city of romance, and all. And like, all right, all right, all right, calm down. And then, um, so we, so I talked to my mom. I said, "Hey, look, let's book the Eurostar through. You know, we'll go to we'll go to Paris for a couple of days." My mom was like, "All right, no worries. We'll sort it out." So we went, and I had this whole proposal lined up. I wrote a beautiful letter, and the plan was to propose at sunset on top of the Eiffel Tower. Oh, oh! So the first day we were there, we're rushing around, and I said, "Man, we're going to go out to dinner. Put on a nice dress, you know." And, so, and to get there, like, we were so tired because to get to Paris from Wales, we had to get up at, like, midnight and start our journey. And so once oh, yeah. we got to Paris that day, we did take a nap before oh, yeah, we, we went were, out to dinner. Yeah, we were, we were, we were f- knackered. It was ridiculous. We so, were exhausted, yeah. So we get – finally, I'm like, come on, man, we got to get go. We got to go, get go. And she's like, what's the problem? I said, you will understand later. Just get going, get going. And yeah, he was very, so, like, rushed. Like, we yeah. had to be there. So, like, And then go. we had to call a taxi <laughs> and then fight Paris rush hour. Finally get to the Eiffel Tower, and Mindy's like, oh, my God, it's bigger than I thought it would be. And I said, that's what that's she what said. That's what she said. <laughs> and then, and then um, so we get, we get, we pay to go up and what have you with, with the mid-level. And Mindy's like, oh, let me look at the shops. I'm like, later, later, let's get to the bloody top of this thing. Take the top to the Eiffel. Now, keep in mind now, I'm f- scared of heights. I do not like heights in any way, also, shape, or form. Derek, you should probably watch your language for this family-friendly show. <laughs> Okay, just making sure. Yeah, you put too much work on me. I can do all this editing now. Yeah, don't in. edit too. Yeah, maybe yeah. edit yourself my, a little. You, you can use one of my toasties if you want. Yeah, so, I, I, I have some some beeps I got off of YouTube. Yeah. Some standard. Exactly. That's don't, okay. I'm, yeah. I'm in the middle of the story, so go to the top. All right. So we get to the top, and you couldn't have scripted it better. The sun was setting. You know, it wasn't all that crowded at the top, and I, 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 I I'm not going to tell that one part of the story because it's not nice. Yeah. But. Um, I get down on one knee and I said, you know, will you marry me? She, tears in her eyes. She said, thank you, Prince Charming, for rescuing me. And she <laughs> she put no. the ring on and thank God it fit. 
And thank God she said yes because it would have been an awkward end way to end the rest of our vacation. <laughs> oh, and so sweet. I like, I like my friend Chris says it was a hell of a walk down that tower. She had said no. <laughs> and, um, I would have just jumped off the top. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's dark. well. Thankfully, they have like yeah, they have gating up, so you yeah. actually can't do that. Oh, I mean, it would be very yeah. difficult. I but bet no, that happens um, a lot. Reject. I mean, how many rejections do you think happen on the top of that Eiffel Tower? No. Oh. If a guy goes to I all mean, that work, no. And yeah, then, um, it's the, pretty hard. I mean, he really did stack the deck in that way. <laughs> I will say this. And then we had champagne um, at the top oh, and what have you. From that and little then, place that they have. That yeah. yeah. They're, like, they're like, you know, we couples, here's uh, we champagne, you know, what have you. And we're like, <laughs> cool, thank you. And they're like, 58 euros. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh. Well. And you're like, we just got engaged at the top of the Eiffel Tower. Give them whatever they want for the champagne. <laughs> yeah. And then we saw the cork, don't we? We saw the cork. We do still have the court. Yeah. Oh, that and is then, amazing. Um, and then we, we enjoyed the rest of our trip. Um, the next, I mean, we went home, we went to a nice dinner. Tell about that nice dinner we went to. Oh man, it was oh, it, was it was so good. Phenomenal. Uh, Auberge is the name of the right little next restaurant. to the Notre Dame, it's right across from Notre Dame Cathedral. And it was like we ate there. We were in Paris for three days. We ate there every day. I had something different. Yeah. Everything was amazing, and it had yeah. the best chocolate mousse in the entire world. Best lamb so chops I've had in the in the entire world as well. Very important question, though. Yeah. yeah. At that dinner, did you eat snails? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Look, I don't even like. Look, here's the thing. I'm not a big fan of the French as it is, so they were lucky to get me in their city limits. But um, <laughs> I, I will say this: I, I did enjoy, I did enjoy uh, the Notre Dame Cathedral. I'm not religious in any way, shape, or form, but there is something spiritual about that place. Well, you're very moved when you walk in there. The stainless glass windows, the the history behind it, I, and I love history; like it's it's my passion. I was very moved. I, I I've never had that kind of experience in any kind of church. And then, of course, we went to the Louvre, and I was like, wow, the Mona Lisa is the size of a postage stamp. It is? Behind three I mean, it's not the of- size of a postage stamp. It's probably like 8 by 10 or, or yeah. so. Maybe yeah, it's like, not big. Chris. And you're like behind two layers of bulletproof glass and two Frenchmen with Uzis. Yes. Um, really, they did have. You know, like, yeah. uh, on my trip, my trip to Paris, uh, I've been to Paris multiple times. <laughs> Such a liar. Because Christine I'm, keeps interjecting, like, oh yeah, I remember that. And then I hear that Chris. You're how many not women have you same. proposed to? I, I I well, actually a few. You know, I've been to Paris, I've been to Paris a few times. Don't get him started on how many women he's proposed but, to. But it was Paris, Las Vegas. That's it. Ah, uh, yeah. It's not the same. Uh, We've been there too. Not quite as cool. It's close as, enough. As it's pretty, it's pretty close. It's pretty close. They get the same stuff. You know, the Eiffel Tower and everything. I think well, that's the only time before we got engaged, Mindy ever saw me pissed off because we had gone to the top of, of the Paris, Las Vegas, and some bugger had either knocked me in my back and hurt my back or something. But Mindy was like, calm down. It's, you know, whatever. I was like, bugger. Oh, so. man. Yeah. So my son and I went to Paris, uh, not this most recent summer, but the one before. And I also went when I was eight. But we did that going all the way to the top of the Eiffel Tower. And then my sister was traveling with us. And so she bought us the glasses of champagne and we Mm. toasted at the top. And it was just the two of us or just the three of us. But it was super fun. And so I can imagine, like, as you're telling the story, since I was there so recently, Mm -hmm. how it all played out. And we were there a little bit before sunset but what's funny is we were getting ready to get on the elevator to go down to the mid-level 
And I turn around and I see this guy and I'm like, he looks so familiar to me. And it's a guy that I work with, not from my same organization, but it's a um, an organization we contract with. And his family was on a layover from Israel. And I was like, Noah, it was so bizarre. So crazy things can happen at the top of the Eiffel Tower. Yeah, I will. I will say this. After we had our French excursion, we went back to, to Wales and my family had thrown us a really smashing um, engagement party at, at the Con Club um, in the village, you know, where I'm originally from. And um, I remember one of the funniest things happened to me. Do you, do you remember this, Min, what happened when we were walking to the Con Club? <laughs> I do. It, I still will say it, it was a sign of good luck. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> a bird on me. What? <laughs> yep. We were walking down the street on the way to our surprise engagement party, I think, actually, too. I think maybe I, I knew there was a hint of something going on. Yeah, my mother's, not exactly the most, sure. my, my mother's not exactly the most, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Discreet? Uh, dis- no, not discreet. Um, oh, I can't remember what I'm looking for. She's not a good liar, maybe? No, nah, I don't know. Whatever. Don't, anyway, skip this anyway, part of it. Yeah. I, I kind of, yeah. I, I, I had a feeling there was something going on, but I wasn't quite sure what it was. So we were just, you know, holding hands, freshly engaged, excited, walking down the street, and all of a sudden a bird poops on him. <laughs> <laughs> and then we were like, oh, that's supposed to be good luck. And he's like, yeah, I think it, that's just what they tell people when they get pooped on by a bird. <laughs> I, I think that's funny because I, I remember telling Derek my truck had got pooped on right after we got married, too, in the parking lot <laughs> on our honey, after our, our first night. Not getting married, I'm being married. It was poop all over the front of it. <laughs> so maybe it's That's really, really good, luck. good luck. Yeah. <laughs> but the best See, part BFFs already. <laughs> the best part of this story, though, is my my wife was not prepared for Welsh culture, and I mean, not gonna lie to you, like we we put a few strombos and black in her and what have you, and she was feeling no pain, but she wasn't prepared for the fact that all of my family kiss on the lips. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. You know that aunt, I don't know if you guys watch Friends. We speak fluent Friends. There's that <laughs> yes. wedding that Monica doesn't get invited to, but Ross brings her anyway. And his aunt always kisses him right on the mouth. And he's like, why, why, right on the mouth every time. It's like that, but sweet. I, I'm not saying anything bad about his aunts, but they just, that's just what they do. They just kiss you right on the mouth. <laughs> well, so what's funny with that is my son, he's almost 16 and he's done that to me ever since he's grown up. And so I'm trying to teach teach him now that he's a little bit older that a kiss on the cheek is more appropriate but for him right. it's like it's he's kind of unfazed by it but I figure like if people were to see that my 16 year old son kissing me on the lips it's not going to be seen as appropriate where I don't see it as anything other than he's my little baby and he just you know like he always has but he's learning now to kiss me on the cheek and um, it's good to know that there's some cultures that embrace that. Oh yeah for sure yeah you guys would fit right in over there. <laughs> yeah. So now you have been to Wales before, um, but what is your favorite place in the United States to travel to? Oh, well, I have a couple. Um, I, we, where you guys are from, we, I just went there recently. Uh, well, actually it's been like more like, gosh, probably been like three years now. Felt like two, two but maybe it's two. been three. I thought it was 2018. But you went to San Diego? Yeah, it was 2018. Yeah, Yeah, um, we went to San Diego. We went, me and Derek went there before, just the two of us. But then two years ago, 
or three, whatever it is now, <laughs> it's 2021, I'm confused. Um, we went and my sister and her husband met us and they're from a little town outside, or they live in a little town outside Boston called Ipswich, which I also love Boston and that whole area over there. But um, yeah, so we met them in San Diego, spent a few days there, and then we actually drove up the Pacific Coast Highway to San Francisco and had a really good time. Oh my gosh, wow. that's so fun. That's a long drive. Yes, we were. Um, we Google mapped it, but yeah, didn't yeah. select the the PHC as our route. And so we're like, oh, this will be super easy. We'll just, you know, we're going to drive to this point and we'll stay the night and do the rest. Well, it took us like twice as long to go the Pacific <laughs> Highway was, route because it's I so windy a, and slow. <laughs> I right. was a miserable sod. Oh, uh, yeah, we, oh I was for the not second happy. day. We managed his expectations a little better, but the first day, super cranky. <laughs> they drove me through Los Angeles rush hour traffic. That's always fun, isn't it? And I was like, what the blood? What the hell are you thinking? Oh, I was not. Oh, I was. I was after their blood. I was not because happy at we all. didn't expect it to take us that long to get to Los Angeles. Yeah. You know what, Mindy? I have a very good feeling that our husbands would travel in the same way, where you and I would probably be pretty happy-go-lucky and go with the flow, and they would be slightly cantankerous. Whatever. <laughs> talking about hey so so um switching gears here a little bit as we're driving as we're talking about cars you know um derek uh you used to be on another podcast about movies you guys both you guys both love movies right that's true so derek if you really want to spill the beans and tell us why did you leave the band of the other podcast you were on to venture out on your own solo Mission with the Derek Duvall show. Um, see if it's a polite way to say this when you have five people in a group, um, you have two people in particular who have the exact same personalities. Um, you tend to butt heads a lot, and your vision for how the show should go conflicts with you know their vision of how the show should go. And I wanted to go bigger, guests, Patreon. And all that, and uh, the rest of them were were not quite on board with that idea. And uh, it got to a point; it kind of came to a head where we were constantly fighting. It was making for a not a good experience for all involved. To a point where basically we came to: do we quit the show, call it call it what it is, and and what have you? Do I take over the show myself, and you know? keep the captains going under my uh, guidance or do I leave and do my own thing? And I figured the only way I could salvage the relationship with these guys was me to step back and let them do the captains by themselves. And I would do what I wanted to do with, which is create a talk show. And so um, I did. And I'm not gonna lie. I, I went through a really nasty period of depression um, Mindy was a big rock for that. Um, and, uh, there's, uh, most of us are pretty good. We're, we're, they're all happy. They're doing their own thing. Uh, I feel like there's a, there's a gentleman we could repair our relationship a little bit better, but, um, for the most part, um, we're all great and on what have you. Um, they just had their one year anniversary and that was a lot of fun for them. Um, but yeah, I, yeah. That was so, that was that was basically it. Like it was basically I wanted to do bigger and better, and they were not quite on board with that. 
So Mindy, I would love it if you could hop in here. And the question that I have for you is from the perspective of the wife, seeing your husband going through a loss like that and all of the emotions that come along with it, what advice would you give for other wives out there navigating something, some big change like that with their husband in terms of how to best support them? Yeah, I mean, it was it was quite a... It was, it was, it was a difficult period. And, uh, you know, he put it a little bit like, um, he was, it was like, he was grieving a little bit, you know, like the loss of that part of his, um, life. I mean, that was a big part of his life for a little while. And, um, so it, it was difficult, but I think, I think it's for the best. I think, you know, having his own show gives him complete creative control. You know, he gets to drive, he gets to make it what he wants and they get to do their show how they want and everyone can still be friends. And so I think, you know, I just told him, I said, you know, this is this, you know, this is, is what's best for everyone. And, you know, just trying to keep that in mind, even though it was difficult that, you know, now you can do, go off and do your own thing. You know, you're leaving the boy band, but you're going to start your own solo career. (laughs) Um, So just trying to be mindful of, you know, how difficult that situation was. And, um, you know, like I said, kind of treating it like a loss, like, you know, you're grieving a little bit. So there's going to be some ups and downs and just trying to be there and be supportive of, you know, the decision that he made and, and go from there. I think, I I think, like I said as well, it's like, you know, you listen to the show now and and they're doing a great job. And, um, I think the losing the, like Mindy's, you know, intro and all that, there was a little, there was a little bit of a bad taste in my mouth, but they're doing great. I listened to some of their stuff and they're still doing a great job. So. Well, I love Mindy, how you were framing it around understanding that it's a grieving process. I think sometimes as uh, wives, we want to just try and help manage the situation. And I'm not going to speak for Derek um, or for Chris here, but sometimes when they go through things like that, uh, and I don't want to stereotype, but men tend to kind of swallow their emotions. So how did you help him like process through those feelings so that he could come out on the other end? Yeah, I think, you know, he, he did swallow his feelings a little bit, but it it came out in other ways. And so even though he was, you know, sad about it, it came across, you know, sometimes he would come across as just being like angry, you know, and so just learning those cues, like, I know that you're not pissed off about this thing that we're talking about right now, but that you have bigger issues going on and just kind of recognizing those feelings are all intertwined that, you know, helping him manage that and, and just talking about it too. I know, you know, some days he wouldn't want to talk about it, but then some days you could get him to talk about it and, you know, talking it through, I think helped a little bit too, just like, you know, reaffirming the decision he made and, and how he's going to move forward and how that's going to be better for him and the group and just kind of those things. I think one thing that we don't really talk about in this house very often, but I will say this is, uh, when I left the captain's I was a very, very bad place. I was very upset with the decision I had to make, and I was second-guessing myself all the time, like, should I have done this better? Should I have done this better? And it was, if it wasn't for my wife, I probably would have started drinking again, and that's the truth, because I was absolutely devastated that I had made this decision, and um, my wife was like, you're doing great. Keep it up. You know, don't do that. Don't do, you know, this, and uh, I, I... I tip my hat to her. She was she was a godsend during that period. Well, that's 
amazing, and um, that is a remarkable story. And, and and Mindy, good job for you to uh, staying with them, and you're staying staying by Derek and his his side. And and I have a follow up question to what I was just asking. Sorry if I'm getting too personal, you guys, but I think that this is a really important story for our listeners. And my question for you, Mindy, is while you were putting out so much energy to try and help your husband work through his grief and kind of recognize that his anger wasn't really anger, what did you do to take care of your own emotional well-being so that you didn't get depleted? Yeah, that's that's really important, um, especially like, you know, going through this COVID stuff, you know, we're all stuck at home together. <laughs> so it's not like, you know, you can go blow off some steam somewhere or, you know, so it, it did make it a little bit more challenging. But um, I think just I was really good about sticking to like making a meal plan for the week and, you know, having a goal every week with my Weight Watchers, uh, you know, that's kind of our strategy is every week pick a goal. It doesn't have to be food related. It doesn't have to be activity related. It could be anything. And so just, you know, still carving out that time for myself every week, I would attend a virtual Weight Watcher meeting and, you know, be with my group and set a goal for the week and meal plan. And so just making sure that I was still taking care of myself. And, and that is really big for, uh, for anybody, you know, helping their spouse or loved one go through something like, you know, they always say on a plane, if it's crashing, you put your mask on first because you can't help anybody until you help yourself. So I think that was what really helped a lot is making sure I still was able to carve out that time for myself and do, you know, work on focus on what my goal and my journey was last year as well. That's great advice. And one of the other things that I think you've shared before is like doing something that you both enjoy. And rumor is that you both enjoy movies so much so that you did something in your house to be able to watch movies together. Is that right? <laughs> That's true. We, uh, when we were house hunting, uh, we've had this house about five and a half years now, but when we were house hunting, that was like one of the big must haves is a space or a room that was big enough to build a home theater. And so he, wow. that was like always his dream is to have a home theater. He loves movies and also kind of hated going to the movie theater because you always get people chitter chattering and on their phones and it's just distracting and and so that was our one of our must-haves for the house and so that was really like we haven't done very much to the house as far as like updating or painting but that was like one of the first things we did with like within the I, first I'm so so jealous because uh, back in the 90s when surround sound kind of first took off it was kind of like starting the laser discs if you remember those were kind of a thing and <laughs> yeah. um my dad would go to what was called the home show the del mar fairgrounds for his uh, he was a sales rep for a security company and when you go there they'd have other exhibits including the home theater exhibits and i would go with them to go check them out and they, I would go into the home theater rooms and check out their samples, and they have movies playing and surrounds down and all the bow stuff and all the cool stuff. I said, this is amazing. I said, Dad, can we get that for a house? Can we, can we, can we? <laughs> it's, like, it's like, no, no, no. But that was my dream. It was like That was my love for home theater was when I went to those home shows. And ever since then, I had to have some kind of surround sound in, in every house I've lived in. Yeah, he uh, Derek is, used to go all the time to Best Buy and just sit in the Magnolia section <laughs> right. and just immerse like, himself before we had our home theater. My thing is this. When I was, oh, God, uh, 14, my dad got his hi-fi system, and he finally figured out how to hook it up to the VCR. Yep. And we watched. VCR. And we, I know. 
and we watched the Star Wars trilogy for the very first time in surround sound. Now, I had gone to the pictures many times, I mean, growing up and what have you, that's fine. But my big thing was uh, that day, when I, that day, the thing, I said, I'm going to do this one day, and I'm going to do it bigger and better. And that was 93, 94. Here we are in 2015, and I finally have the means to do it. And I invested, God, thousands of dollars into this home theater system. Oh, yeah. I, and I, 120 screen projector. Wow. And now, and now we upgraded Dolby Atmos not long ago. Well, look we at you. Wa- and we watch, and we watch um, theaters up there. One of the greatest moments of my life, though, and, and Mindy will know all about this, was the day that we finished it, um, painted it, and we put the theater room chairs in there, all that. My dad came over. But it was basically we watched uh, a movie, and my dad looked at me, and he goes, well done. He goes, I knew you'd do it one day. I was like, I was like yep. I knew I'd do it one day. Fantastic. And he used to come over all the time. We watch we watch movies and concerts and um, Christmas yeah, vacation. You guys would watch a lot of concerts because I love to watch movies in the home theater. I'm not so much big as watching concerts in the home theater for some reason. That's just not my jam. But uh, him and his dad would watch a lot of concerts up there. And what are your favorite kinds of movies, Mindy? Um, I like a good... <laughs> <laughs> you ask this because they know what I'm going to say. Go ahead. <laughs> what do I think you're gonna say? <laughs> oh, don't say that. No, I I like uh, that's more like TV shows. Uh, I mean, I do like I love horror movies. That, those that's probably my favorite category of movies. But horror movies, like horror movies, yeah, like somebody's scary movies. guts out. Well, I'm more like yes. the psychological thriller. Not I'm not so much in the blood and guts kind of horror films as I am like psychological creepy you know, scary movies. Like I love, look, I can do Silence of the Lambs on that line, but I don't do horror, you know, because this doesn't, you know, doesn't jive with me. But tell them, men, about the time that you went and saw It. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so I've never actually seen the original It with, I um, have, don't watch it. Oh, well, have you seen the new It? or no. it Yes, too? I saw okay. it in the theater. Yes. So me, I have a group of scary movie friends whose significant others also don't like to watch scary movies. So we would go over to each other's houses or like if there was a new movie coming out, we'd go see it together because we knew that our significant others weren't going to go. So we went and saw It, the new It in the theater when it came out. And it was so creepy. And I loved it, but it was so creepy. I got home and I maybe, so we have like our bedroom and then it's attached to our bathroom. And then in there is like our master closet and so I may have slept with the closet light on. That night. <laughs> oh, um, I, I want to know is, did you or any of your friends as a prank tie a red balloon to anybody's car? Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> can, I, can I tell this? It, is uh, it about Jen? Yeah. Yeah. So the, the, my old captain, uh, Matty G, his wife is one of the scary movie people. And uh, was it Matt who played the joke? Yes. <laughs> yeah, go, you, you tell the joke now. I can't remember that. Okay, yeah. So Jen, our friend, came home uh, from, I don't know, out somewhere, and um, her and her son were home, or her husband and son were home, and she was like, hey, guys, I'm back. And there was just, like, this red balloon, like, <gasps> hanging on the back of a chair, and then it, like, no. jumped out and scared no her. I was like, oh, my way. gosh, that's too creepy. Oh, man. Yeah. I, w- I wanted to do that after after I saw the movie, or, or I know people who saw the movie. I wanted to do the red balloon <laughs> prank on them so bad. I don't yeah. know where I could find a red balloon, but, oh, it's fantastic. 
Yeah, <clears throat> it was pretty great. I saw like a Halloween decorating idea. Like people were just like hanging red balloons on their sewer grates, just to be like oh, that's just yeah. super easy and super creepy. <laughs> yeah. But no, but we, yeah, no. This my Derek would not have watched that at no, all. No, <laughs> I don't. We got a friend too who's like super scared of clowns, and I wouldn't. I just couldn't oh, imagine yeah, him sitting. Yeah. In a million years, go see that. He's like, nope. Like he, he wouldn't even see Joker for that reason. He's like, nope, 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 nope. I don't no watch, pounds. yeah, I don't watch any of those kinds of movies because they just creep me out. I remember I was like 12 and I was over at the neighbor's house and the mom let us watch the original It. And <laughs> I am petrified of movies like that. And so literally I would not use a public restroom because I was afraid of like... Pennywise coming out of the grates in the <laughs> ceiling and like I would go through and check all of the stalls before I would go to the bathroom and I tend to still do that. Um, and then I remember when I was in middle school, um, my I was staying over at a friend's house and I knew that they were going to sneak us out to go see Wes Craven's new nightmare. And I like grabbed quarters to get enough money for the movie ticket because my parents wouldn't approve of that. And I could not even like walk into the parking lot that night because I thought somebody was going to slash my ankles. It's so bad. My (laughs) only genre of movies is what, Chris? It's rom-coms and Hallmark Christmas movies. (laughs) And he'll ask me, is there a villain in this? And I'm like, no. Yeah, the the villain is a good time. That's that's one of my favorite lines ever. It's one of them from uh, Viva Vendetta. Uh, He's watching a movie. um, I think it was The Pianta Monte Cristo. And uh, she, the girl, uh, Natalie Portman, says, does it have a happy ending? And his response is beautiful. He goes, as only celluloid can deliver. There you go. <laughs> Fantastic. I love that line. <laughs> well, we have loved having the two of you on the show today and learning more about you. And Mindy, thanks for connecting with us because, you know, our husbands have this bromance and I figured Aww. I could maybe get a new BFF out of it, too. <laughs> exactly. So, um, so we can definitely hang out as long as there's no horror movies. <laughs> OK, fair enough. <laughs> I-, I like a good rom-com, too. Yeah, they what have to be the ones it, the where wo- there's like no negativity. I just love sunshine and roses. <laughs> what's your What's your favorite one? Don't you love like you've got mail or is it <gasps> wedding singer or something like that? Oh, um, well, I, well, I don't know if you'd call it a rom. Uh, well, I don't know what my favorite rom com is, but my favorite like girly movie I think is Steel Magnolias for sure. Oh what, yes, Cr- Christine, what is yes. a what is a rom com to you? Oh, it's like. Star-crossed lovers that find each other again and they have a happily ever after. Really Titanic? Really bad. No, that's not happily ever after. Rom-com stands for romantic comedy. And it's really bad acting. Really bad acting. Hey, don't. And really corny music. Now, the most porn. That's technically the definition of porn. (laughs) Well, kind of. It kind of, you know. But it's very, they're very, very corny music in the background. Like the person will be silly putting their dress on all backwards. And now this really corny music they have in every single movie. You know what I'm talking about, Mindy. Okay, so a good rom-com is 27 Dresses. I love that one. There you go. Yes, where she's like. Always the bridesmaid, never the bride. Yeah, that uh, was pretty good. Yeah, and that, that was, was crazy how she'd been in so many weddings. Hey, man, exactly. Man, wasn't that movie you made me watch the end of the other night uh, with Julia Roberts, <laughs> where her best friend get married or something like that? My best friend's uh, wedding. My best friend's wedding. Is that a rom? Is that a rom com? <laughs> yes, it yes. is. 
Oh, and that's Christ. A very I'm, good I'm, I'm never going to watch any of those. That's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we'll break yes, you in. Yes, you are not good. a true movie no, connoisseur no, no, if you no. don't. Don't don't let him don't let him give up his man card. He's got he's got to <laughs> no keep way. His... <laughs> Yeah, he might say that, but like you love you've got mail. That's a wrong com. I will say this, fair play. All right. Now hang on. I will say this. Before I'd met her, I had not many girly movies, but she did make me watch Dirty Dancing for the first time. Chris has never seen it, and, and he's she going made to. me watch. No, and no. she made me watch. Um, what's the other one? Julia Roberts. Oh, that's oh, a, pretty, pretty woman. woman. Pretty woman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, that's yeah. not defi- that's not a rom com because no, it's not, not really comedy, but it it's definitely a chick flick. And there's no corny music. You got to have that corny music playing in the background. You'll know it when you hear it. Uh-huh. I'm the king. I'm the king of what was it? Oh, I can't remember the name of that bloody song. Okay, yeah, I have I- to tell you our worst fight that we've ever been in, ever been in. I think it happened because Chris could not stop jabbing and like coming up with his own storyline at the pinnacle of one of my favorite chick flicks. And he was being this like cynical narrator to it, like Missy Science Theater, but with my romantic chick flick. And I was like, <laughs> I replayed it three times. Oh, it's Pride and Prejudice, the, the newer one. And it was like three times. I was like, this is my favorite part. Don't talk right now. And he was That's- like, okay. I'm like, okay, I'm rewinding it again. Don't talk. He did it three times, and then I just stormed out of the room, and I was like, screw this. I'm not watching my movie. You've ruined ruined it forever. That's asking questions. No. She she sat me down one night, and made me watch Steel Magnolias. And I was sitting there like, this is the dumbest shit I've ever uh, seen in my life. You but, shut your mouth. I know. But she was like sitting there the whole That's time. That's blasphemy. Qu- quoting, yeah. all the, quoting all the yeah, words. Yeah, I could just probably happy. say all, the whole movie. But, but I mean, there's ha- so many good lines. But she redeemed herself because her second favorite film is The Princess Bride. Oh. Yes. And, love the and I Bride. was like, I can tolerate this. This is not bad. So well, Mindy, don't be surprised if one day you get a red velvet armadillo cake delivered to your doorstep. <laughs> I, I love a good piece of ass. <laughs> Whoa! This this got interesting. Go on, caller. And you don't know what we're talking about because you haven't yep. seen that movie or you don't exactly. remember that part. I'm, exactly. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull up Fraser Cram, but like, go on, caller. I'm listening. <laughs> Great story. Yelling yeah. and rich. Yep. <laughs> Are you going to do your uh, movie quote thing? Oh, I don't know. I think we're out of time. We're already an oh, hour you're into fine. this. Yeah. yeah. Right. Maybe next time. Yeah. All maybe right. next time. But we have definitely enjoyed having you both on the show today. And thank you so much for kicking off 2021 as a great year for our podcast. Yes. Thank you for having us. I'm so honored to be your first guest of the new I'm, year. I'm hoping 2021 would be as, as gracious to mine as well. <laughs> there you go. So, Derek, where can listeners find your fantastic podcast? I think he just means like Spotify and that sort oh, of thing. Oh, okay. Right? All right. All right. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yes. Uh, you can find the Derek Duvall Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Podchaser, and Apple Music, or at Derek Duvall Show on Twitter and Derek Duvall Show on Instagram, which I don't use, but we have it anyway. And you can also find Mindy at those places by just messaging the Derek Duvall Show and saying, hey, I want to be besties with your fantastic wife. Is that correct? <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I can just see every creepo in the world just hearing that message. <laughs> They're probably going to start getting a lot of pictures, if you know what I mean there, man. Uh-oh. Well, good thing those will go to you, and I want to see those. <laughs> well, thank you both for being on this show, and have a great rest of your weekend. Thanks. Thank you, you too. Thank you. 
Once every harvest moon, a talk show comes along that is so groundbreaking, raising the bar to such heights that other podcasts step back and say, wow, that show's got it figured out. With a host tempered in focus, commitment, and sheer will, this is The Derek Duvall Show. Pop culture, news, and interviews with fascinating people that channel the great Edward R. Murrow and Walter Cronkite. The Derek Duvall Show. Find him on Twitter and Instagram at Derek Duvall Show and find his new episodes every Wednesday on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Podchaser. The Derek Duvall Show. The best thing to happen to hump days since the Geico camel. What, what? You know, that was fantastic to have Mindy and surprise guest by Derek on the show today. That was amazing. I loved it so much. And I think one of the aspects of that interview that I liked was the banter between them. Like we had banter between us, but also getting to know Mindy because I know Derek well from my interactions with you and with him. Uh, But I love getting to know new people. And I really have a lot in common with Mindy. Oh, yeah, you do. You guys are great. Guys are like, everybody's hitting off like BFFs. It was a fantastic interview and a great time today. It definitely was. And I love the fact that we've been able to see since Derek's transitioned into this new show from the Too Many Captains podcast, see him grow in his craft, just as you've been growing in your craft as it relates to podcasting. Right. Because um, when I started this podcast, as you may all know, it was more of like a uh, throw up in the air. Let's see what happens. Can we actually do this? And it was kind of just a funsy little thing that we, we did as a couple. We didn't have a big team behind us. And I guess I can understand that if you have a, like five people on the same show, all kind of butting heads with ideas and trying to figure out who does what and this and that and, and all those different things. It's like with any like a team of any kind of like right. a band, you it know, can get overwhelming. It really can, especially when you start to get bigger and you start growing a little bit more. Right. You start thinking, of like, I want to go this way or I want to go that way. Well, I really love chatting with them. And I also loved how Mindy shared how she supported her husband, Derek, when he was coming out of that uh, loss of the Too Many Captains podcast and going through this um, almost depressive state and um, frustration and just overall sadness. And I think that the lessons that she talked about, about how to support your partner through that really spoke to me and reminded me about how I can be supportive to you when you go through any type of loss. Because I think that, and knock on wood, I mean, 2021 is just here. While we've been through some really, really hard things and you've been walking through loss with me this week, um, I just don't, I haven't walked through that on the other side with you. And I hope, Lord help me, that we don't ever (laughs) have to go through that. I'm not tempting fate here. But it did remind me that um, one of the things that I say is, Anger is a secondary emotion like anger shows up the fastest, but it's not really what you're feeling under the surface. Sometimes it's, it's like, like something else, right? Like fear and sadness and mm-hmm. a little bit of depression, too. And uh, what do you say? Anger is uh, what is it? Something. You no, know, it's it's uh, fear. What is it? I can't think of it now. That's OK. But it's that same concept of it's like masked it's fear masked as anger or sadness it's like that that's why i say it's that secondary emotion is because it's not the root it's just what shows up the fastest like a like a like a, when you hit your knee and you, and you kick your leg up kind mm-hmm. of thing or it's like that reaction like knee-jerk reaction knee-jerk yeah, reaction yeah. that's what i'm saying to say. yeah and so i really appreciated her highlighting that because i think it's a really good reminder for all of us especially with the year that we've all gone through is to really be there for those around you for your partner um, and to reciprocate that, you know, to understand that if the anger shows up, it's not always anger that they could be going through something else. And 
helping them figure out what that is and then walking side by side through that, I think is really helpful. And just love each other and have respect for each other. We're all in this together and uh, love the ones that you love and keep them close and, and treat them right. Absolutely. And I'm just so thankful for Mindy and Derek for their time. And so uh, we will definitely put in the show notes how you can find the Derek Duvall show and shout out again to Mindy for taking some time with us to help us launch off 2021. That is fantastic. And we will be back next week. Remember this week that life is too short to wake up in the morning with regret. So love the people who treat you right. Forget about the ones who don't and believe that everything happens for a reason. If you get a chance, take it. If it changes your life, let it. Nobody said that it would be easy. They just promised it would be worth it. Thanks so much for joining us. I'm Chris. And I'm Christine. And until next week, keep moving forward.